Welcome to the Bible Truth Podcast. My name is Don Pullen. Thank you for joining. Something's been on my mind. The modern life that we're living in. Living for Christ. Being a true disciple of Jesus Christ. What does it cost in the modern world today? was reading the other day a news article on a Catholic priest who preached a sermon to say that sin will lead you to hell. In fact, let me find it. Let's let's go there. Let me read it to you. Because this got me shook. Okay, I'm getting this from the BBC news page at www bbc.com The heading is Irish Bishop Sorry for Hurt and Offense Caused by Priests Homily A Catholic Bishop in the Republic of Ireland has apologized for the deep hurt and offense caused by a homily delivered to mass goers in County Kerry. Bishop Roe Brown's comments follow a sermon given by retired priest Sean Sheehy who was deputizing for the parish priest in Listowel. In his homily at St. Mary's Church on Sunday, Father Sheehy said people rarely hear about sin, but it is rampant in Irish legislation. He went on to make remarks about abortion, homosexuality, transgenderism, and a number of people are reported to have left the church in protest during the priest's homily. On Tuesday, the Bishop of Kerry published a statement on the Diocesan website saying he was aware of the deep hurt and upset caused. I apologize to all who were offended, said Bishop Brown. The views expressed do not represent the Christian position. The homily at a regular weekend parish mass is not appropriate for such an issue to be spoken in such terms. And the priest that taught that sermon was removed from all masses. Just to point out here, there's nothing wrong with saying that sin will lead to hell. But the world gets so easily offended by truth. The world gets so easily offended by just, what is just, what is righteous. People were walking out. Not only is the world weak-minded, but the reality here is, is that the world is anti-truth, anti-Bible. Because when we come down to it, when we come down to the real, sin is sin. And yes, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. And yes, all sin will lead to hell unless you repent in the name of Jesus Christ and you are sanctified and washed by the blood of Christ that he shed on Calvary tree and that you believe in the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But this is the thing. There's two things I want to say here before I get into today's talk. Number one, I think we are focusing too, too much on this transgender, homosexual abortion. It's getting too much traction because there are other sins that people do. Gossip is a sin. Lying is a sin. Blasphemy is a sin. Taking the name of God in vain is a sin. But in churches, 
those that are against it, you know, they're on about abortions and homosexuality and transgenders, which in themselves are sinful as well. But we no longer deal with the other issues. We no longer deal with bitterness, pride. One of the worst sins of all is pride. Pride comes from deep within the heart. We don't deal with this anymore because we're focusing on social issues. That's the first thing that really gets me ticked off. And then the other side is those that are for this. They're like, oh, we are inclusive because the Bible's about love and all. So we're focusing too much on this. And it's because it's so present in our social media. Everywhere you go, that's what people are talking about. And that's how it's determined whether you are a part of society or not, is whether you are acceptant of this or if you are not. And then you are then cast aside or told you are backward or you are primitive minded if you're not for it and and you're against it. And then people are making videos and they're all against it. And the world the first world, the free world is focused on this mess and everything else around us is dying, but we're all focusing on how society is turning. And the second thing that that gets me is that in these circles and these people, they claim that, listen, it's our opinion, it's our life, we've got to do what we want to do, we do it the way we want to do it. But when we, as believers in the Bible, express what the Bible says, it's called hate. People have become so weak-minded and so indoctrinated by social media. Because let me be real with you, if there was no social media, we wouldn't be where we are today. The world's got to advance and it's got to be this way, but I'm just saying, because what has happened is there is now a community of people pushing a certain agenda and we've got to fall in line with that. And it's made like what is a what is the opinion of a minority is made to appear as if it's the opinion of a majority, but it's not. But we're not allowed to express our belief and our stand because it's called hate, it's called primitive, it's called weak-mindedness, oppressive mentality. We're not allowed to express our freedom because we have to be bound by the opinions of others. And that's my gripes with this whole deal. But it's okay. I'm going to say it's okay because of what Christ said. I cannot fight to be accepted in this world because the truth is, if you are a true disciple of Jesus Christ, if you love the word, if you obey the word, if you live the word, they are going to hate you because they hated him. Listen to this, John chapter 15 and verse 18. If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Listen to verse 19. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the word that I said to you, the servant is no greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my sayings, they will keep yours also. But all these things they'll do to you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. 
If I had not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin. But now they have no cloak for their sin. And this is where it is. It's all because of sin. He that hateth me hateth the Father. If I have not done among them the works which none other man did, they had not had sin. But now have they both seen and hated both me and my Father. But this must come to pass, the word, that the word might be fulfilled. It is written in their law, they hated me without cause. But when the Comforter is come, who I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he's going to testify about me. And you shall also bear witness, because you've been with me from the beginning. So he's talking to his disciples here. And what he's saying is the real, what he's saying is the real truth. Listen to me, they will not accept you because when you stand for Christ, you expose sin. It's not about you because you yourself are a sinner, but it's about Christ. What they hate is the Christ in you. And in, in verse 26, he says, when the comforters come, and that's important for you to know that no matter how ostracized or how persecuted you are, the comforters come. And not only is he going to testify, testify about Christ to the world, but to you to let you know that Jesus went through this, to let you know that Christ is with you in this situation. But when it comes down to it, Christ said, in this world you will have trouble. The condition for you being a true disciple of Jesus Christ is that you know that you are giving up everything. And the consequence for that choice is persecution because of who you stand for. Not what you stand for, who you stand for. Now, it's confusing as to why they hate Christ because the truth is he came with the message of love for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And the reason Christ came was so that people do not perish. But people are so trapped and so caught up in sin that it's getting worse and worse as the days go by and sin is becoming dominant and pushed to the forefront. And this is the real truth here. Good is now recognized as evil and evil recognized as good. Come on, people. But anyway, you know, I'm not here to talk about what people are doing and the decisions they're making. I'm here to talk to you that wants to be a believer. I'm here to talk to you that wants to be a disciple of Christ. Sometimes we get confused as to why do people hate me? Why do people not like me? What did I ever do? And you get people saying that you think you're holier than everybody else. You think you're better than everybody else. And that's far from the truth because no true disciple of Christ will ever think themselves better than anybody else because they know how messed up they are. Paul says, I'm the chief of all sinners. He says, I'm the least of all saints. And he understood who Christ was because the more you understand who Christ is, the more you understand who you are. So when it comes to the point of being a true believer, there ain't no fronting for anybody because you know the real, you know how messed up you are. You know that it's because of you Christ was on that cross. As much as you appreciate it, it makes you realize how what your heart truly is outside of Jesus Christ.
Christ. But he says they hated me, so they are going to hate you. They are going to hate you for no reason. You're not above Christ. Now listen to me. We will have trouble and difficulty in life. Obviously, that's part of human nature. The journey of life is filled with moments of gladness, moments of sadness, difficult moments, hard moments, people judging you, people turning away from you, you judging people, you turning away from people, experiencing hurt, pain, death, death in the family, losing a loved one. It's the journey of life. Somebody's going to experience it. But the journey of a disciple, a part of that journey is being persecuted. Now, sometimes you got to think that being persecuted has been beaten or locked in a prison may be better than words being thrown at you, than your family turning away from you because you don't choose to follow the norm, because you don't choose to follow the agenda. You choose to stand for truth and your stand for truth makes you go against the grain and it makes you seem weird. It makes you seem crazy because everybody is saying this, but you saying that. And I'm not talking Alex Jones crazy, okay? I'm, I'm talking from the standpoint of being a disciple of Christ, being different according to the word, being truthful when everybody is telling you to lie, calling something wrong, right, and you calling it wrong, wrong is wrong, and right is right. Jesus came preaching the truth, but like I said, he came talking love. And what did he get for that? He got cast away. But when you go to Matthew chapter 5, verse 10 to 12. It says, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Watch this. He says, Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets which were before you. So by the sounds of things, for a true believer, persecution is going to come at some level and in some way you are going to be persecuted. Hear me out. A true believer will suffer in this present age. There's something I heard the other day from John Piper. He says that the world owes you nothing. And that is so true. That is so true. The world owes you nothing. And when you come and you're telling the world that, listen, what you're doing is wrong. And the thing that you are doing is going to lead you to hell. But this is the right way. And this way will lead you to eternity with Christ. And they love the world. They love the flesh. They love what they're doing. They love the attention they're getting. This is their moment. And you're telling them that that moment is going to send them into the fire. They'll hate you for it. They're not going to hate you or hate the Christ in you for no reason. They're going to hate you because your presence, who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in, exposes sin in their own lives. That's, that's all. That's all Jesus did. He exposed sin in their lives and they hated him for it. But on the flip side, just, just quickly before we continue with this, on the flip, how then do I react to persecution? What am I supposed to do? In Matthew 5.44, Jesus says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you and despitefully use you. Because the only way a lot of people are going to be saved is when you show love and not love human love, not that fake knockoff love. I'm talking about showing the 
love of God, a love that is genuine and a love that is true, a love that will not compromise the truth to fit in, but will tell you the truth to save you. And you pray for them. You pray that God will have mercy on them. You pray that God will save and deliver them. It's a difficult thing to do, but it's the right thing to do. Let me read 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 10. Paul says, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecution, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Listen to me, disciple. The journey on this side of time is a difficult one. The journey on this side of time is a painful one, especially when you stand for righteousness. They're coming for you. They are coming for the truth. They are coming for righteousness. There's a day coming where what I'm saying to you right now won't be allowed on the internet. I mean, partly that day is here. We're about 60% into that kind of that kind of structure on the internet. It won't be allowed anymore. Truth will not be allowed. You won't be allowed to tell people they're sinners. You won't be allowed to talk to people about hell because that's hateful. But we've got to stand. What more can we do? What more is a believer supposed to do? What more is a disciple supposed to do? We've got to stand on the word. We've got to stand on Christ. We've got to stand in Christ and continue to hope in him. People will insult you. It's going to be hard, but you've got to persevere. You've got to, you've got to persevere. You've got to endure and you've got to overcome. True righteousness will suffer in this world. And it's more evident in the time that we are living in. In the day that we are living in, it's so much more evident. You will suffer in this time. You will suffer in this world. They will hate you because they hate Christ. Let me just throw this in. Pray for our brothers and sisters that are suffering persecution right now. Physical persecution. Some people have had their families taken away from them. Murdered. Martyred. Some are sitting locked in cells, awaiting trial, all because they are disciples of Jesus Christ, all because they stood on the word. Some people have been chased away by their families. Some people have no friends. Some have lost their jobs because the struggle is real. The struggle for a disciple is real. Hear me out, people. This world is not your home. We are pilgrims. We are passing through. It's only a moment. It's only a moment. It's only a moment that we are here in this earth. We are passing through. Gaze your soul on Christ and keep it gazed on Him. No matter what they say, no matter what they do, you stand, you endure, you keep faithful to Christ, you keep faithful to the Word, and you move forward. There's a crown waiting for you in heaven. There's peace, joy, the love of God, the overwhelming, beautiful presence of God is waiting for you in heaven. I know that being on this earth, it seems like a long time, but it's only a moment. We have to endure. Fight the good fight and don't give up. And I know that this is difficult to hear. I know, especially for those of us that are accomplished, you know, those of you that are accomplished and have achieved stuff and you've got nice house, nice cars, good family and all, and you're hearing that, no, there's going to be persecution if you stand for righteousness. But you've got to remember that this world is temporal. It's only for a moment and it's not your home. 
Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. James chapter 1 verse 2 and 4, stand for the word, stand for righteousness, stand in truth, and you'll be persecuted for it. But this is not your home, you're passing through. God bless you. I just want to say a prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Yeshua, the Son of God, I want to pray for every believer, every disciple of Christ in this struggle and in this fight for salvation, in this fight for our own souls. I want to pray that we endure. I want to pray that we overcome. I want to pray that we stand in righteousness and in truth without failing, that we stand in Christ. And I pray for those who are persecuted. I pray for those who are bound, who have been abused, who have been overrun because of persecution. May their suffering be short and for a moment, and may they be with you. May they stand to be with you in eternity forever. Thank you, Father. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to this. Just hear me out for a moment before we go. Please go and check out the School of Obedience channel there. I know you'll be blessed by the teachings on their channel. Please refer this, share this to as many people as you can. In the description, I've put links to social media. I've put links to our Patreon page. Please head over to the Patreon page. There's a little bit extra content there, but it's not really, the gospel is not really for sale. So I can't have private teachings for people who are helping on Patreon. But what I can do is ask you, please participate with us. We want to share the word. We want to have better equipment so that we can do more. So please, if you can assist us in whatever way you can, participate with us. This is a full-time thing for me, so... It would be a great blessing for you to participate with us in what we are doing. God bless you. Thank you for that. And remember always, as true disciples of Christ, we learn, we practice, and we teach. I've been Dom Pullen. This has been the Bible Truth Podcast. And I'll see you in the next one. I'm out. Oh, 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 oh,